Amen, amen, amen. Well, it's so good to have all of you here today, and it's always a special day in the life of the church when we recognize our seniors, our high school seniors. And we have been blessed through the years of seeing these young ladies and young men as they have reached this milestone in their life and, and moving on to college. It's also a time of mixed emotions, emotions uh, for parents and for also the student. Um, and, 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 and we'll be seeing that over next month, uh, the month of uh, uh, May and, and June, uh, as all across our nation, young people will be graduating from high school and also from college. I'm reminded in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14, where we find where the Apostle Paul is sharing with Timothy And Paul, in a letter, wrote these words to Timothy here in verse 14. It says, but as, I'm sorry, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believe. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believe. Many of you young people that have come forward this morning, you have been blessed. You have had parents and grandparents who have been praying for you in these years as you've gone through high school. We hope that you will continue in what you have learned and that you will also continue to have a strong faith in Jesus Christ. Now in the coming weeks, People will be graduating from different colleges and and from different high schools. There once was two young guys named Joe and Bill, and uh, they were uh, sharing and talking, and Joe was saying, my college really turns out some great men. And Bill turned to his friend Joe and said, when did you graduate? And Joe said, I didn't graduate, I was turned out. You know... I don't know if you're going to be turned out or, or if you're going to graduate. I know you're going to graduate. But they better graduate, right, Preston? But you've learned a lot. And I know at times you think maybe it's been a waste of time. But you've learned a lot from teachers. And you've also learned a lot from your parents. And also your parents have learned a lot. But, you know, as we come older and wiser. I don't know if any of you have had this experience. There was a young man named Kyle. He walked up to his teacher. He was holding his cell phone and said to his teacher, you need to do something about this. And she said, Kyle, what are you talking about? And he showed herself, it says I have an F in this class. And she said, well, what do you want me to do about it? She said, well, you better, because my dad said if I came home with a bad grade, somebody was going to get beat. Now, do you think dad was going to beat the teacher? Uh-uh. <laughs> I know some of you are thinking of that, but, but, you know, you've had many role models before you. You've had good and you've had bad. You've had people before you that have shared with you. They have shared their experiences with you. But young people, I also want you to know something else. You are a role model. There are a lot of 
juniors and senior, uh, juniors and, and 10th graders and 9th graders and 8th graders and 7th graders on down that look to you as a role model. The influence you have, the leadership that you have. What are you going to do with that? That old phrase, people are watching you? <laughs> That's so true, isn't it? People are watching all of us. And you think, well, I'm a senior. Well, they're especially watching you. They're watching what you're doing. And I want you to realize that. And a lot of the younger students are watching you. And I want you to have an influence upon them. Once there was a school teacher, and, and, and during his summer break, he had injured his back. And so when the new school year started, he had to wear uh, this cast around the upper part of his body. And so he had to wear this cast, and then his shirt would go over it. And with his shirt, you really couldn't tell unless you knew that he had this upper body cast. Well, he taught school in a, in a in, you might say, one of, a, one of the upper city schools. And, and that year, he was changed into one of the schools that really teachers didn't want to go to. The students were rowdy. The school was, had a reputation. So on that first day of school, on that first day of school, he still had that cast under him, but he had his shirt on, and of course, and you know, the, these kids didn't know him, and, and so the first day of school, he went into his classroom, and in the, some of these upper schools and some of the, in the large cities, uh, he went in there, and the first thing he did was open the windows uh, to get some air in there, because they didn't, air, didn't have air condition, and he opened the windows, and he sat down at his desk, and he was doing some things at his desk, and with the window open, the wind started to blow his tie around. And so he was just sitting there doing some work. And then so all of a sudden, the wind kept blowing his tie. So he just took the stapler off his desk and just stapled it. <laughs> and those kids that were, quote, the rowdy ones never gave him any more trouble. <laughs> he said, man, this man is, you know, he just stapled his tie to his chest. He got some respect all of a sudden. But you know, sometimes in life we fly off at the handle. Sometimes we're on the edge. Sometimes we lose it. But I want you to see that the importance of going forward. The importance is to see the many blessings that you've been given. Let me give you some sobering facts. You have been in school, seniors, you've been in school now for 2,160 days. That does not include kindergarten. You've been in school now 2,160 days. You have spent 12,960 hours in classes. That translates into 777,600 minutes. I know some of you are thinking, yeah, preacher, every one of them. You have lived approximately 18 years. But listen to it this way. You've only been around 216 months. That's not many. And you've been breathing for only 936 weeks. You've been going through the motions for 6,552 days. You have been here 157,248 hours, and you have been taking up space for 9,434,880 minutes. 
And Ellie, you have slept 52,500 hours, thanks to your dad. You have watched TV. Who's our TV fanatic, Ellie? Who's the TV person? You've watched TV for 12,173 hours. Guys, you have spent 7,488 hours eating pizza. Now, if you're going to live an average lifespan of 70 years, as the Bible says, three score and ten, that means if you're going to live that long, you're going to sleep for 24 years. You're going to work for 14. You're going to play for eight years. You're going to eat for six. You're going to drive for five years. You're going to talk for four years. You're going to be sick for three years. You're going to study and read for three years. Now, here's another sobering thought. When you were born, the majority of you were wrinkled, red, some of you were bald, toothless, couldn't hardly see, crying, complaining, and had no clothes on. <laughs> now, from that perspective, you've come a long ways, hadn't you? You've reached a milestone. You have come a long ways. John Adams said there are two types of education. One should, one should teach us how to make a living, and the other, how to live. One should teach us how to make a living, and the other, how to live. Well, just in the few moments I have left, seniors, graduates, I want to give you some advice, and it's going to be very quick. You're going to learn very quickly, if you haven't already, there are two kinds of courses in life. Required courses and elective courses. Now, I know those required ones are not fun always. But let me tell you, in life, you're going to learn about the required courses. Let me, let me tell you about them real quickly. Number one, required course is life itself. Number two is death. And number three is judgment. That's required. Life. Do you have any choices? Where and when? Parents, be thankful for the parents you have. Look at the, where you are today. I was looking at those pictures, and I always love when Preston and Tara put in those hours to put together that, that movie, the video for us each year. And I think, and I go back, and I'm always looking forward. I, I'm surprised we didn't see an alligator, but, you know, we saw the horse, and we saw the pond, and we saw those different things that we always see here in LaBelle. But, but you know what? I didn't see any of you except, you know, all of you were clothed pretty good. And all of you looked healthy. You all looked like you wasn't starving. You know, I mean, all of you looked pretty good. I think if we did that for some of the kids that we have served overseas, we wouldn't see some of the things that we saw. That we would see homes that are coming apart. We would see homes with no roof. We would see kids with no shoes. We would see kids with straggly clothes. I, I just want you to see that in life, you have been blessed. And I want you to realize what you have. I also want you to realize that life is wonderful. But I also want you to know, and I know it's hard because you've only been here 18 years, but life is short. 
And I also want you to know that another required course is death. And the Bible simply says that in Adam, all die. You know what that means? That's you and me. Because of our sinful nature, every one of us in this room will die. Unless Christ comes back before. We will all die. In other words, we must all walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's an appointed upon t- for man to die. And so that is something that we have to face. And when we die, what does that mean? Well, hopefully in life we've made some choices. And those choices is either heaven or hell because in life and death, and then I want you to know an, a, another required subject is judgment. There will be a judgment. We can talk about the judgment seat of Christ. We can talk about the great throne judgment. I don't have time for, for all of that, but, but there will be. That is something that's coming. That's something that will happen. It's required. And are you prepared? Now, let me tell you about the electives real quick. One of the electives is to be saved or, be, or to be lost. It's your choice. You see, I told you a moment ago that life is short. Well, it is. But you see, nature formed us. Nature, God, formed us. Sin deforms us. School informed us. But only Jesus Christ can transform us. And I want you to see that one of the electors, one of the things you have to decide, your mom can't do it, your dad can't do it, aunts, uncles, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you have to decide to be saved or to be lost. You also got to decide to be spiritual or carnal. And then you say, carnal, what do you mean? Flesh, living of the flesh. You know that phrase, well, do it if it feels good. Let me tell you, that can lead you in more places you don't want to go. To be spiritual or carnal. You see, that's your choice. Or to be scriptural or logical or humanistic or hum- uh, 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 yeah humanistic and, and 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 not be reminded of those things that we have been taught before i want you to see that you can be safe in god's will or you can say well i'm going to do it my way but as we think of those things you do have choices there's certain things that are required there are certain things that are elective I know a lot of people that say, well, I will get around to it eventually. Isn't it amazing? For some of us, we have already seen how quick this life is going. I I know it's hard to see it. It's hard to see at 18. But one of my very first funerals that I did when I came to LaBelle in 1995 was a young man that hadn't, he was in his senior year. And he died in a vehicle accident. He was to graduate in a couple days, but he died. He wasn't expecting that, but it happened. Life is short. And I want you to know that the life you have, you have been blessed. You've got parents who care for you. You've got parents that that love you. You've got a God that loves you. You have been taught certain principles. 
But I want you to know you've got some choices to make. Those choices is that will you be a child of God or not? It is so important for that. Because eternity is real. Eternity is real. And the only two places to spend eternity is heaven or hell. You say, well, preacher, that's, that's kind of heavy. Remember the scripture we read in the, in the very beginning? It says, continue in what you have learned. Paul was telling Timothy, continue, what, continue in what you have learned. You've learned some very important things from teachers, from coaches, from parents, from aunts and uncles, from loved ones, from Brother Preston, Miss Tara, the youth group. You've learned some important lessons. Just don't wipe those out. Continue to learn. Continue to learn those lessons that will be valuable for you in the years to come. Continue to learn in your life. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for your word. And I pray, Lord, just as Paul was writing Timothy, who had studied, who had a mother, who had loved ones, who lift him up in prayer, who prayed over him, that he would follow the things. There will be a, a lot of different temptations, but Lord, I pray that we would continue to be faithful in what we've learned. Be with our seniors in the coming weeks as they graduate from high school. Be with them as some will start immediately into college, some will have the summer break and start this fall. Lord, be with them. It's a new territory, a new experience. And Lord, I just pray that you would govern them and watch them. And Lord, that they will know that they have friends that stand here for them. In your son's name.